Episode 2. <laughs> that was really aggressive. Hi, everybody. Hello, uh, listeners. We uh, are back with another episode of the Riverdale Register. Yeah, so in case you saw on our iTunes page, we now have a cool little... Uh, a little thing that says our thing is the Riverdale Register. I made that in Photoshop. A thing this is a thing? It's a thing. It's like a little picture. Is the word you're looking for thumbnail? The thumbnail, <laughs> yeah. It's um, a really crude thumbnail, but I like it enough to keep it until I find something better. But anyway. There we yeah. go. So. All right. So, as always, uh, I am John. And I am Caitlin. I we were just talking about how much we we really did enjoy this episode. This was a great episode. This it was it was a solid continuation of of the of the pilot. I think that this episode really solidified how this show was going to present itself because pilots are always such weird things. Yeah. You never really know if they're going to follow. Oftentimes, the same a pilot track. might have like a big name director behind it, right? Higher budget. It won't look quite like the rest of the show. This looks great. The show mm-hmm. looks great. I think we can say that two episodes in. Maybe I'm maybe I'm stepping out of bounds. I even thought Archie's hair looked better. It did. Point. No, I was going to say. I think um, they cut it. I, probably between the pilot and the second episode, it seemed like they cut his hair, and I think that helped. Mm-hmm. I think it just like gave it just like a better, more natural look. So I was watching some interviews today, and he was talking about how he like gets it bleached like every two really? weeks or something like that. The Ariana Grande thing. It's not going to be good. Mm-hmm. His hair is going to fall out, but then he's going to be like a huge pop star. And he'll just keep it, like, shaved really, really right. tight, and it'll still look good because he's KJ goddamn Appa. It's definitely better to, like, dye your hair and ruin it as a guy than it is a girl or anyone who wants to have long hair, mm-hmm. like, not to be yeah. gender normative or whatever. Maybe they're but... keeping it so short it won't be that, that dangerous, too. Right, them. right, exactly. And they also, they could literally just shave it off and start again if his hair is that length. It's not going to yeah. take that long. Anyway, shall we get, get right into the it? Pilot? It's been so, two minutes. we open with a montage. Of Jughead narrating. He's great. He's he my is favorite. very special. They gave him a lot more <laughs> scenes this week, and he really did leave an impression. He seems crazy, and I love it. He is crazy. He's my favorite kind of character. But he's talking about how, like, everyone, everyone, like, everyone basically wished they could walk into school the next day or life or whatever and be like, oh, Jason's not dead. Everything's fine. Which is weird because, like, I was like, really? Did everybody care that much about Jason? I think once you see the dead body come out of the water and he looks gross and gnarly, that kind of changes things. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah, I don't know. It didn't seem like anybody liked Jason that much. Uh, Cheryl was was very except, fond of him. Except for... <laughs> they got that shot of them sharing the milkshake in the diner. I'm like, okay, but, like, everyone in town knew oh, they were fucking, right? Yeah, like, that was common it. knowledge. Everyone talks about that. Well, speaking of that, I was reading in, in an interview, um, I think it was with TV Line, that Cheryl and Jason actually are not fucking, <laughs> which is crazy. They're not. So the interview was with, um, I believe her name is Madeline Petch. And they asked her basically point blank. Is she blank, the one who plays Cheryl? Yeah, she okay. plays Cheryl. And and they asked her, like, yo, so, like, <laughs> what's going on? And she's like, no, she doesn't have any romantic love for him. Um, she loves him because he's the only person in her family who treats her well. And everybody else treats her kind of like crap, which is weird. So I guess the Blossom... <laughs> we haven't met her parents people. yet, so I have, like, a hard time believing that right now. Well, this is what the actress said. And she's gaslighted so. the whole school into, like, falling for her. So. Right. Well, it's kind of... I would think it's, it'd be weird if, like... Their relationship <laughs> seems strange. It's weird okay. they were so popular. But, like, if they're not having sex... 
everyone should still be thinking they are based on the way oh, they interact yeah, together. Absolutely, I mean, like that's the kind of stuff Reggie should be talking about in the uh, student break room. Right. It is kind of strange that he doesn't automatically think that mm-hmm. their relationship is unbelievably creepy. But mm-hmm. apparently, they are not actually having sex, so that's good. Okay. Someone else who's not having sex, Archie. He's also (laughs) not having a good time sleeping. He's also shirtless because this is the gift, everyone. The gift that keeps on giving is KJ Appa shirtless. Yeah, (laughs) I wish I could be like, oh, Archie is the better character this episode, but honestly, I just enjoyed him more because of the shirtless scenes. I thought he had a bit more to do, a bit more... uh, He he (laughs) seemed less basic Uh, this episode. Okay, because he was more dealing with the stress than like, but what's high school going to be like now? (laughs) (laughs) Right, right, right. So basically, Archie wants to tell the school or tell the principal or the cops or whatever that he and Miss Grundy saw or hooking up and and heard a gunshot at like six o'clock in the morning. Now, here's the thing: I understand why Archie would want to tell the police this. That makes sense to me. I don't really understand, one, why Miss Grundy even has to be involved at all. If he just wants to be like, hey, this is what I heard. All I know is that around 6 o'clock, that was when the gunshot went off. Mm-hmm. Why, like, why couldn't he just tell the police that? I think it's a little bit like he's all stuck up in his own head. Because he can't talk to anyone about it. He tries to text Betty... Uh, and then, like, goes to the window, and she's like, No. No, boy. <laughs> no. Uh, so, like, the only person he can discuss it with is Miss Grundy, which puts him in this mindset of they're in this together. Yeah, uh, so Miss Grundy's a psychopath. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're going to get sure. into that, but... Also, um... 100%. There, <laughs> so Archie goes to Miss Grundy's house, and basically... He, he, he runs to her house, oh, yeah. shirtless, dramatically, in the <laughs> middle of the night. It was so good, though. And so... She she's in her like pajamas or whatever, and she's not wearing her glasses. <laughs> then they go in the kitchen, and it's like as soon as she talks to Archie, she puts on her glasses, and I'm like, girl, like the glasses are not working. For They're you. her Smarco glasses. They're, exactly, <laughs> it's like weird, like pseudo, like sexy librarian glasses, and I'm like, we, oh, a hundred percent, that's what they're going for, yeah, right. But I'm like, just like also Miss Grundy and so, comics wore glasses, right, right. And I'm not saying I love glasses, like I wish glasses were more comfortable on me because I would wear my glasses all the time. Mm. But it just seems so, like, forced. Like, she can't be without her glasses when she's in, like, this serious teacher mode. I was like, really? Like, couldn't she? Like, yeah, don't I wear do, your glasses. I do wonder if I would look better with glasses. I don't have any eyesight problems. Have you ever worn glasses? No. I feel like in my head you do have glasses. No. I, weirdly, I feel like everyone I know wears contacts, and I'm, like, the only person with 20-20 vision oh, yeah. in my life. That is weird. You have weird vision. Maybe you're a superhero. <gasps> Finally. Yeah, this is it. This is This is my power. power? You can see well. That's so underwhelming. You can see well, but not... <laughs> I can just see the degree that most people are expected to. Right, right, exactly. You can see as well as anyone with glasses can see, so... I am the superior human. Yep, exactly. Congratulations. At breakfast the next morning, Fred. By the way, Fred is the best I parent know. He has on the to be planet. He's like, hey, kid, uh, you ran out last night. Yeah, I heard that. Just do me a solid. Don't do that while there's a murder on the loose. Tight. Yeah, you know, like very chill. Guy. You know what town could use parents like that? Lakewood. Oh, In absolutely. Scream. <laughs> they could use parents like that who are like, hey, don't go outside while there's all the murderers around. 
But then also, like, they don't really care that you do it. So, I don't know. Yeah. I love that Vegas, he's, the dog. He's so chill. Shout out to, to Fred's dog, Vegas. Is that in the comments? I haven't seen the dog. I didn't even notice the dog existed. You didn't notice the dog? No. Fred was feeding the dog bacon, was going, like, good Vegas, good Vegas. Oh, dang. No, I don't know anything about Vegas, the dog, from the comics, but that's already a great name for the dog. I know. It's very cute. It's not as good as uh, the dog in... Uh, I Zombie, Major's dog, Minor. Oh, Minor, so cute. That's just a great name. I know. <laughs> Too bad there's all the drama behind him. Right. But. Beagles are cute. So, um, then we get a scene where uh, Alice and um, Betty's dad, uh, Mr. Cooper, uh, <laughs> comes into her room and they are just so stoked about this whole murder thing. Oh They're like, God. we're going to have all the late nights over with the uh, over the newspaper. Yeah, so Betty's mom is fucking crazy. Right? Oh, like, yeah, totally. well, she's a psychopath. Yeah, like I thought she was just kind of like tightly wound and protected, but no, she's crazy <laughs> she's... and it's so good. Um, and for some reason, she doesn't like any parent... Or child that yeah, Betty she is doesn't so have, sweet. With. There's not a single person in this town that she wants Betty to hang out with. Save for Kevin, who just doesn't get mentioned. I don't think she knows Kevin. I'm sure <laughs> she knew she'd be like, a gay. Like, she'd be against <laughs> that, too. She seems like that type. She might be. She very well might be that type. Uh, yeah, she straight up tells Betty, Betty's like, so you're not going to talk to Cheryl, you're not going to talk to Veronica, and you're not going to talk to Archie. Cut to Betty goes over to Archie. <laughs> She's like, let's be friends because I want to stick it to my mom. But honestly, the shot of the door opening and she's like, walk me to school. I'm like, I just fell in love with you. I know. I've been in love with Betty this whole time. But (sighs) there's something really... She's just so safe. I know, but she's not. Um, Oh, you mean that part where she threatened Cheryl's life? Oh, there's so many things. Somebody um, in an interview... No, I think it was on NPR. I listened to a podcast about... Riverdale, and uh, eventually what, they not started, us, not us. Well, it wasn't. It was a single episode. Okay, and they reference her in the show apparently later on as a Hitchcock blonde, and I was like, that's so perfect. <laughs> She's gonna just like release hell on everyone, and we're not gonna <laughs> see it coming. Well, I guess we are, but but yeah, nobody is great and sad. I love mm. how sad she yeah, is. Yeah, they walk to school, and she just she just wants to salvage their friendship after that. Very harrowing conversation they had the night before. Yeah, it was... Betty, like, I love you, and you're so sad, and it's so sweet, but um, she takes things very seriously, and I think that's her problem I mean, she's a high schooler, so it's a little dramatic, but I think that's something a lot of people go through, where, like, they have a friend, and they tell them they like them, and the friend's like, I don't like you, and like, well, can we still be friends? But it's, like, it's very hard to, like... Especially when it looks like AJ Abba. You can't go back to the place you were in before. Right, that's why we just keep our feelings in in little boxes. Yeah, she's trying to to bottle it up all up inside of her. That can't possibly go terribly wrong for Betty. I can't even imagine. At school, we finally get a we get a new scene of Jughead. Uh, first time since the pilot. Oh, I noticed the crown like, thing you were talking about with the beanie. Yeah, the I beanie. didn't really notice it because I wasn't looking for it. Yeah, but yeah, it's per- a perfect crown. Here's what I just learned today: they have one hat. That's one single hat. So funny. So they can't wash it. They can't touch it. It goes on the head and it stays there because they wash it. It'll change size. Uh, Why didn't they buy more than? They one didn't have the budget hat? for the hat. There's no way that this show couldn't have bought three hats. Here's what I'm telling you. They had one hat. This comes from Cole Sprouse. That's hilarious. And so the hats really started to smell by the end of the season. Why wouldn't they get... uh, Where? uh, What? Can he have... A Jughead could have more than one hat. Yes. He could have a hat in a different color. Get another hat. Okay, no. no, He only only has the one color hat. I'm going to stop you right there. It only comes in gray. Uh, Okay, whatever. But, like, I'm sure for season two, they'll put in more money into the hat budget. 
That's just weird that there would be Maybe they're spending all their money there. on KJ Appa's hair. They probably are. If there's like a like and, a head and, and budget. Veronica's eyebrows. Uh, she needs to get those done like daily. Unless she just has perfectly natural dark arches. Uh, Jughead just comes in and is like joking about it. It's like, hey man, can I use uh, Jason's death as an excuse to get out of PE today? You think that's going to work for me? Jughead, you are so crazy. I love you. He kind of he kind of fits into my life. Uh, <laughs> He's so good. I... I I think we I would have been friends with him in high school. I Archie, wanted to. He meanwhile, I was like, to. man, a person's dead. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, Jughead is uh, not great well, at just humor in this. Well, he is, but He's like, sardonic. Yeah. He doesn't like Jason. No. I feel like I wouldn't have liked Jason, too. Jason is an interesting, popular kid choice <laughs> but the, the the actor not like, that the look he's of not him? no he he look, he's like a, a cute guy but like he doesn't look like a football player he always looks super skinny yeah and then they like show him in the uniform later he's and like i'm like you shouldn't be able to fill this out as well as you right did. <laughs> it's weird he's just like an interesting choice like he doesn't really have like the threatening he's like i don't know i'm like it's a weird choice that these two that cheryl and jason are like the most popular kids because they have this weird twin sesty thing going on and like yeah i don't know i don't know but and like veronica's the only one that comes to school it's like is anyone noticing how this doesn't make sense right right exactly <laughs> uh let's see uh oh reggie comes over yeah reggie. did anyone notice this? reggie got way meaner this episode that's what i was gonna say i was like reggie what happened we were like, so chill you were so here. chill and now you're like you call uh jughead wednesday adams <laughs> which falls squarely into the territory of things teenagers don't say <laughs> oh, um, oh yeah we need to have that a whole yeah. segment later but i love it i love i love teen dramas where the teenagers don't behave like teenagers it kind of allows them to be a bit more timeless right, like that that's true because yeah, if it was all trapped in like memes uh and 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 snapchat and stuff then <laughs> if you watch in like years from now it'll be like wow that's so dated yeah this will allow to kind of stand the test of time a little bit more i mean you have like my so-called life which has its own timelessness but this is more like they live in an alternate reality yeah. where you can make like a million mildred pierce references <laughs> in an episode though i guess that was petty that was veronica's in, in buffy they just kind of like we're going to write our own kind of weird teen speak. Right. Which and is, maybe it'll catch on the real world, and then it'll be a cyclical. And it did. It, yeah, it, it did. Yeah, it did. feed back into itself. That's like Clueless. Same thing happened with Clueless. Uh, actually, that was based on Shakespeare, so. Um, no, it wasn't. It was based on Jane Austen. Oh, right. And Shoot, I got it confused. <laughs> snap. And then also, uh, yeah, no, Jane Austen didn't talk like that. So Kevin and Betty are heading towards the office because someone brought Betty flowers. Yeah, this, so this is really, um, my headcanon is Betty and Veronica are in love. I'm so into it. Can I just hear I'm stop this? you right there? Uh, for all my listeners that, that ha- are kind of new to this, Kaylin does a thing where she only ships the girls together. <laughs> I don't care. They're, she wants don't. all of the girls to be gay together. Um, don't make it weird. It's, it's what you do. It's your thing. You never ship a boy girl. <laughs> I don't you only You're ship gay relationships. Boring. It's true, I do. But like, let's be real. Like, the girls on TV shows are more interesting and have more chemistry together than the guy. Like, I've never. I don't know. I just that's how I feel. Jughead and Archie have amazing chemistry. In this I ship show. them too, actually. Kind of. I thought that at the football scene. I just, it's 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 the fact that you're unwilling to accept platonic friendship between Maybe. not only people of different genders but people of the same gender. 
Yeah, that's true. <laughs> no I one just, can just platonically be friends. They always have to be inches away from hooking up together. No, but I do, I do ship platonic relationships between guys and girls on shows. I do. Who is, um, like, um, remember how mad I got about Aud- uh, Audrey and Noah, like, hooking up briefly? Yeah. See? So, no, it's, it's weird. I am, like, a gigantic Tumblr account with, mm-hmm. with, I am. Betty and Veronica are endgame. That's simply not true. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know that. That comic that we got on Twitter, I think JD sent it to us, they're endgame. Which one was that? It was, like, the Tunnel of Love. Oh. Like Betty and Veronica. That was like an actual issue of Archie Comics, though. Why would... Wow, really? Should I be reading I mean, it Archie looks Comics? like it, so yeah, probably. Yeah, I would be reading these. That was like old school future. Archie Comics. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so Veronica bought Betty apology flowers. Yellow apology flowers. For and friendship. Hold on. Oh, come on. <laughs> she flew in cupcakes from New York. This is when Veronica became my favorite person. Cupcakes don't travel that well, do they? Yeah, they do. Oh. I, I mean, it, it's fine because cupcakes are amazing. Um, I am such a cupcake fan. I love cupcakes. Like, cupcakes, magnolia cupcakes are, like, some of my favorites. The icing is so good. I'm like, Veronica, be my best friend. I, I remember some, one time someone taught me this way to eat cupcakes where you kind of rip off the mm-hmm. bottom part, put it on top, turn into a cupcake sandwich, and it's com- completely changed the game. It for really me. is so Forever. good. Yeah. Yeah, there's a yeah. place a in good LA cupcake that is I love. There's co- co-op confectionery. Well, yeah, confection co-op. I forgot how you say it, but there's a really good cupcake place on Highland and Melrose. Maybe they can. I us. should check that out. It's really good. If you guys live in LA. Yeah, she even there. calls them apology cupcakes, or like there's not an apology of cup, or like a cupcake can't fix. Her mom, her mom tells her like this yeah. saying where it's like there's nothing a, a good cupcake can't fix, which I, I totally a hundred percent agree with. Also, the mom is confusing. Hermione, they're, they're very okay. Maybe not the mom, but Veronica and her mom together are so different than how you would expect like a rich family who like lost all their wealth to be. <laughs> they're very humble people. Yeah, like very very humble. Alice, uh, Alice Cooper act, acts more like uh, you'd right. expect Hermione Lodge to act exactly, and yet she's always throwing shade at all the. Yeah. All the people. I think that's weird. a kind of cool way to subvert your expectations. Yeah, like, I mean, we'll get into it later, but I like that it's not just like a, oh, this is beneath me. This job is beneath me. Or yeah. this town is beneath me. Whatever. I like how Betty accepts Veronica's apology, but only like, hey, man, she's a new student. She'll move on eventually. This is just path of least resistance. It's which so totally sad. happens all the time. Uh, I mean, I never was a new student, but I remember a lot of new students who were like, I was the first one to talk to them in mm-hmm. school, and then very quickly, like, and there they are with their friends they've settled on. Right. right goodbye forever. <laughs> cool. But usually it's like, if you're a nice enough person, you'll want to take the new person under your wing, and then if you have enough in common, you'll stay friends, but if otherwise, like, you know. I feel like Betty doesn't actually see Veronica as, like, a very stable friend for her, because... Uh, she still feels very betrayed. Yeah. Yeah. But... Veronica's, like, all about being best friends with Betty. It's adorable. <laughs> it's so fucking cute. And then we get um, Principal Weatherby, Sheriff Callow, and Cheryl announced in school dramatically <laughs> that, don't worry, guys, the pep rally is still happening. Yeah, they were going to cancel <laughs> a lot of shit because of Jason. Well, first they were going to cancel the other thing because of Jason. Then Jason came back up again, so pep rally, it's still on. Also, Sheriff Keller would like information about the murders. But most importantly, the pep rally is happening, everybody. Why would you cancel... Maybe this is just me being, like, cynical, but, like, I don't think you should cancel a pep rally because somebody died. This is kind of a 
important. Maybe you should have it. Maybe more importantly, right, right. Like you could. But honor more importantly, them. Cheryl takes like complete responsibility for the pepperelli happening. It's like this is happening because of me. I argued for it to happen. Everyone loved me. I'm Cheryl. I'm, I'm Cheryl. Gaslighting. Uh, <laughs> Cheryl's great though. Cheryl is, Cheryl is, she's not great, but, like, I love her, As you know? Like, she's wonderfully villainous. But she's also she's, she's a heart. well-drawn character. She really is. Uh, Cheryl Bombshell. As they're, as they're talking, uh, Archie and Principal Weatherby lock eyes. And Weatherby, like, immediately, like, clocks be like, something's wrong with Archie. I'll talk yeah. to him later. I thought that was a little much. Who's an actor playing Weatherby? I feel like I've seen him in something before. I don't know, he's very intense. Yeah, he does he look is. familiar. Uh, and then Archie kind of runs off, and then Jughead tracks him down. It's like, hey, buddy, remember that, uh, remember that road trip we were going to take So I right guess- before 4th of July? And you bailed on it? What's going on, pal? So Jughead is mad at Archie because they missed this road trip? I think it's more like they were friends because they were friends since they were little kids. But, like, they've kind of been growing apart recently, and then yeah. over the summer, because this was a very dramatic summer. Apparently uh, everything happened. Archie just kind of stopped talking to Jughead and started sleeping with the uh, teacher and stuff. She that really messed with him. She really did. Yeah, Miss Grundy is and not to be continues to. She is not a good person. I was, like, kind of, like, on the fence about her last episode, and this episode I'm like, no, you are Really, really saw what she was. Yeah. yeah. I agree. And I was actually very proud of the show for doing it this way because Instead. it really sucks the romance out of their like couple ship yeah. or whatever. No one's shipping them anymore. Right, exactly. It's it's a not true really love at all. So that's the end of Act One. So we jump into Act Two with uh, Archie going to science class. So no idea how he got out of that <laughs> conversation right there. I, I like to imagine he just like, oh, I have to go to science. Like booked it and ran. Science. <laughs> the bell. And, like, two, these two basic bitches are interrogating Cheryl. Be like, we did you kill your brother? Still don't know their names. Like, like, trying to get real <laughs> subtle about it. They are not nice people. Well, they're like, you said that he fell into the water, and now he's dead from a gunshot with that, what happened. I forget what Cheryl calls them. She basically starts eviscerating them. Yeah. But, like, but, like, it's also, like, you can tell that Cheryl has shit to hide. Apparently yeah, she yeah, does. she's suspicious, yeah. Uh, but she tells them that she lost him when they went in the water, and maybe he crawled ashore somewhere and got shot then. Also, fuck you. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, so then they start breaking up for groups, and I have, I have my notes written down here as, Archie wants to partner with Cheryl. Why? <laughs> Veronica wants to partner with Betty. Good luck. <laughs> Moose wants to partner with Kevin. Get it, boy! Uh, only Kevin shoots Moose down for hooking up again. Yeah, so I don't think I really understand Moose enough to, to, to have some skin in this game. But Kevin's all like, listen, buddy, maybe you should just stay in the closet, which is harsh. It's also, it's I didn't really understand um, what Moose's situation was because he doesn't... Apparently he's got a very serious girlfriend. He has a very, apparently he has a serious girlfriend, but also everyone kind of knows that he's hooking up with Kevin. Mm-hmm. Does his girlfriend know that he's hooking up with Kevin? Because, like... Probably not. Moose doesn't really seem to be hiding it that well. <laughs> He's basically like, yo, Kevin, like... I yeah, like, everyone, everyone knows in this episode, like, Reggie's, like, calling him out for it and stuff. Right. Poor Midge. Poor, poor Midge. Have we met Midge? I don't think so. Mm. What a name. Well, I mean... You don't meet many Midges nowadays. I'm pretty sure Geraldine Grundy still takes the cake for, right. for <laughs> well, silly names. Yeah. So... 
Archie talks to Cheryl, they're actually very friendly to each other. Like, well, she doesn't she doesn't hate on him as much as she does other girls, which makes sense. She probably is much meaner to other women than she is to men. Yes, uh, because of the patriarchy. Yes, because of the patriarchy. Yeah. Uh, so she thinks the killer is someone they know. So it definitely is someone they know. Like, obviously. Is, uh, the question is, is it someone we've already met? I'm positive it's somebody we've already met. Questions. Because you know who it's not going to be? It's not going to be Betty's sister. Like, that's just not... Polly? It's not going to happen. Maybe I can see Polly. Polly, who nobody knows how to say her name. I'm a little bit worried that, like, Fred is so nice and kind. I think and that, too. To everything. Right? But that's, that's totally just, that's totally just TV-watching logic. There's no logic in the show to back any of that up I yet. I know, I know. But I'm getting in your head, John. <laughs> mm. You would have never... If we were doing Scream Season 3 right now, you would have never thought... Or Scream Season 2, you'd never thought... Well, that's, that it was Fred. That's a much dumber show. Aww. We love Scream. <laughs> Be nice to Scream. I can love dumb shows. I watched Teen Wolf, Caitlin. I don't know if Teen Wolf is dumb or not. Oh, it's dumb. It, Trust me, it's dumb. I they had a character whose power dumb. was camouflage. Then this season they decided, no, it's not camouflage. He's stepping between realities of existence and non-existence. But you can still punch him if you catch him, even when he's camouflaged. So it doesn't make any sense. It's a dumb show. <laughs> the whole season, the whole past season plot was like, these ghostwriters are stealing people. And when they take someone, you lose your memory of them. But then six episodes in, they're taking people, and everyone's like, oh no, they took that person. No, mom. Which, but shouldn't you not remember her? Hmm. So they take them, and then they go away forever? So Dylan O'Brien was, like, missing for the entire season. Hmm, Was it maybe because he broke his face? Actually, apparently the plot was already that before that happened. Really? Yeah, they really lucked out on that one. That being said, he probably would have been in some of the episodes on the other side. Instead, he's in, like, three episodes of ten episodes. That makes sense. And now they're filming the back half of the season, which I have to wonder if they weren't going to make this a much longer thing before, but then they had to change it. Yeah, that was a horrible accident he suffered. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it was. Remember how how we talked about Dylan O'Brien a lot? We love Dylan O'Brien. <laughs> so, Cheryl also turns in some dramatic dissection of her frog. We'll talk yeah. about how her brother's also being dissected. Like, she stabs that knife in and half the thing, like, oh, you definitely just ruined that project. You definitely just died. Uh, right, yeah. yeah. When you <laughs> mess that up, frog, you have to do so at least somewhat delicately. I That's didn't kind of the do point. a frog I didn't in high do school? It cow's eye. Did a cow's <gasps> eye. That's so much worse. Oh, my God. Oh, that's disgusting. I stuff. Why is the frog always, like, the staple of, of shows? I think it's actually because it has a similar. Um, thing to humans but like i don't know anyone who dissected a frog in high school i i think i actually did know people i just never did but i i don't know if maybe they did in like another class the closest thing i think i had to dissection was no did i dissect a frog but it was like a tiny frog i think unless this is just like a fake memory i have i think i did dissect a tiny frog Hmm. and it was sad Okay. The frog was sad? No, mm-hmm. I was sad about it. <laughs> and then we get a kind of interesting scene. We don't really get a lot of information on this, but Alice uh, is buying off the medical examiner to get some early intel on uh, Jason's body. Yeah. Shelley it seems like he was, like, roped up or something or something. He has, like, abrasions on his arm. Yeah, I think that's what they were trying to imply. imply that he was, like, kidnapped for a while or something. Yeah. So this is a very juicy murder plot. This is very interesting. To me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because 
I mean, I kind of assumed that he... I knew he didn't die in the water, obviously, because of the gunshot, whatever. But I kind of... Well, he could have been shot while he was in the water. Actually, yeah, I guess so. It would have been kind of complicated. But but I didn't realize that they were going to go this far with it. Because it opens up this, like, whole other world of disturbing possibilities. dark underbelly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'm really curious. Yeah. It also is making me worried that we're not going to find out who actually killed him this season. Because it's, it's a 13-episode season, right? Yeah. Is this the show that kind of draws it out longer, or is this the one that gives it to us? But then what would the next season's mystery be? Right. So, are they going to Veronica Mars this, where like, they... Uh, like they a new mystery kind of, yeah. season? I kind of... I like that kind of thing. I would rather have three really good mysteries than have... Three seasons of this mystery? Yeah. Fair. I think uh, the dark underbelly this does open up will lead us to more darker shit. Right, right. Like, I can imagine we find out in episode 13, this is who killed Jason, but we don't find out why until maybe the end of... Or, like, we we uncover why across season two. Yeah. That'd be kind of cool. Kevin, Veronica, and Betty are meeting up with Archie for lunch. Uh, very awkward conversation between the three of them. So, Veronica goes up to... Archie's like, Archie, please, play us the music right now. And we're all oh, like, God. no, 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 Archie, that's cool, that's cool, you, you don't, don't have to. to. But he starts playing, and then the show is like, no, 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 don't worry, we're getting you out of here as soon as possible. Here, let's go into Betty's head. And uh, Betty um, Betty gets overwhelmed with emotion. She's oh. like, I can't, I can't be friends, I can't do this. This is it's too painful <laughs> watching play this music and just loving you so much, and you can't oh, reciprocate man. it. Oh, my God. So they, so Ar- as Archie's singing, he's singing about, like, dancing or something, and Betty's head goes to the dance. Mm-hmm. And the whole time I'm like, we're only going to get, like, ten seconds of this song, right? And then she just leaves. But yet, it's, was Archie's song about Betty and the dance? Like, uh, I doubt it. Yeah. So. It's probably about Miss Grundy. Right, which is gross. But <laughs> yeah, we gotta... I had no point there. I, yeah. I was just musing to myself. This is the part where I wrote that Archie's hair is way better in this episode. It is way better. It, they it. definitely cut it, too. It looks much better. Then uh, Principal Weatherby... Master of the bowline tie, uh, drags Archie away. I, he's got like the tie, like the not like a normal tie, but the kind that's like it's like the little uh, the neckerchief thing that he on the drawstring. Understand boy fashion. That there's nothing fashionable about that. Oh yes, yeah, see, I don't know. He's like, listen, Archie, I think you're great. You're having the best year ever. I think you're doing all this great stuff. Everybody loves you, but you probably know something. You should probably tell me about what you know. I feel like that was like a very big leap. On the principal's part. Like, why would he assume that Archie knew something? Maybe he just didn't want to, like, stare the principal in the eyes. But he's correct. He is right. But, like, it just seems like like the principal's pushing a little too hard. I personally would have backed off. Yes. In your own experience as a principal. I uh, was a principal. What did you do when the the kid was murdered? (laughs) You don't know. You don't know where I've been. Fair. Uh, Archie kind of basically runs from this to Grundy. This is like the oh. Grundy scene. Uh, Miss Grundy. He's like, listen, I need to know what we have is real. Otherwise, I'm not protecting anything. And, you know, last episode, she was all like, we're done. Now this episode, mm. she's like, yes, of course it's real. I oh. love you, Archie. I'm in your hands. So clearly, oh, she is super manipulative now. Maybe it started as something real, although for her, I think it was just lust. Uh, yeah. And now... She's so selfishly trying to protect herself that she's basically gonna gonna try to use 
herself, her her love or whatever to control Archie. So one thing I uh, noticed when they were meeting at the house was Miss Grundy was like, I could lose my job. I could... No, it's all like, about her. She's only thinking about herself, mm-hmm. not him. Yeah. But then she says, we could go to jail. And I'm like, no, no, no. Archie's not going to jail. She also says that Archie could get expelled. Bullshit. Archie would not get yeah, expelled. Yeah, both things aren't going to happen. She's she's manipulating him. Yeah. yeah, he can't go to jail. He's a minor. He, when he's a minor, he's also, 16. what did he do wrong? Like, you're the adult in this situation. You clearly took advantage of him. Mm-hmm. There's no But law. she doesn't want him to know that she is taking control. Yeah. Wow. Those glasses hide a sinister agenda. Yeah. Makes her way more interesting, though. Yeah. And again, like I said last and, and episode... He's, and he's committed to this stupid independent study with her. What? So now he sees her every day, which gives her a chance to assume more control. So basically, do you think <laughs> that she has any feelings for Archie in general? Because I... I think I'm she... I'm hoping not. Like, like, love? Definitely not. Sexual? She enjoys having sex with him. Well, yeah. I mean, it's, look at Archie. He's a great uh, And guy. maybe, maybe she even, like, she cares a little bit about his safety. Maybe a little bit. But mostly, yeah. mostly she's in this for herself. Well, she was also the one, we can't forget that she pursued him. Like, she yeah. saw him walking down the street and she was like, get in my car. Like, yeah. I'm wearing Lolita glasses. So Which girls can just catcall at guys and they'll get in the car, but a guy does it to a girl and he's... Oh, come uh, on. <laughs> you sit down. I yeah okay fine. But did you but did you notice that she was wearing sunglasses in the first episode? Yeah, which means that she owns contacts and she can wear them. The glasses are no, the glasses are like maybe they're transitions Lolitas. I don't think that you buy heart shaped glasses in transitions lenses. I don't think that's the thing you do. I don't think they sell those. I'm just saying she's using her glasses to appear more innocent than she is. Mm-hmm. You're not wrong. I know. When she goes full evil, I'm sure she'll stop wearing the glasses. Yeah, she'll, like, let her hair down. Like, I feel like the second she sees Archie, she puts her hair up and puts on her glasses. Mm-hmm. Very weird. Luckily, Jughead sees uh, sees them embrace. Because anybody could see them embrace. <laughs> like, there's a window in but the But also, thing. like, Jughead's, like... Very observant? Like, that's his deal? No, no, no. People just don't see him. He can just, like, slide through places unnoticed. Yeah. Like, there's a perception filter around him or something. Do you notice he doesn't open his mouth when he talks? Like, he opens it as little as possible? I think that might be an acting choice, though. Yeah, no, I like it. It's weird. <laughs> it's he like a defensive it. measure. Yeah, it's very cool. Cole Sprouse is a good actor. Like, I am really liking him in this. Yeah. Also, I'm liking the fashion they're putting him in. Like, uh, the fashion of this whole show he looks great. He looks really good, and his hair looks really good, even though it's, like, dyed black. Like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, like, it's, like, wavy in a really, in a really nice way. I don't know. I just, like... That you want, but I think I think the men's fashion is actually pretty good in this show. Yeah, no, honestly, I've I think that the the entire look of the show is great, and I think that like the costume designs are a really big part of it. Let me say, Veronica, all of your outfits at school are incredibly impractical. Yeah, um, was she wearing the same outfit last week, or did she just look like she was wearing? No, it was she different. looks more like Wednesday Adams than Jughead does. That's fair. If she put her hair in braids, she would be like Christina Ricci. Yeah, so. So we... Oh, that's the end of Act 2. So then we come in for Vixen practice. It's weird they call them the Vixens. I'm going to just say that. This routine is awful. No, I love it. Really? I it's, think this is a great It's routine. mostly twerking. Yeah. And look how pretty what? Veronica is. I know. That's why I loved it. It's a great routine. I really, I really don't like it. 
I was like, look how pretty not, Veronica is. <laughs> but like, look there's at no, there's no tricks. Like that could be fine during a football game before the pep rally. Shouldn't that be where they do like, like some kind of like tricks, like like the like the pyramid or like uh, some kind of gymnastic kind of stuff? So I would agree with you. <laughs> also, where are the guys on the on the on the uh, cheer team? Cheer team, the ones who like throw people into the air and all that stuff. Do you think that, that's not like every school? Like not every school has like. But wouldn't this school? Uh, maybe I don't know. Well, a question. <laughs> what is? It doesn't seem like they're. Actually, I don't know. my high school, my high school cheerleading squad didn't. Yeah, have one. yeah, I was like, not. Yeah, I don't. I didn't really. We didn't really do football games. They might not be competitive, but Cheryl thinks they are. Yeah, Cheryl's like walking around and be like, "This is going to be good enough." But what are they going to be like? It seems like they just do football games and they do like pep rallies. It doesn't seem like they actually do like that's, like bring it on. That's to your a competition, fair point. Yeah, so, so they can be just like kind of like sexy little I'm victims. Just, <laughs> isn't the twerking kind of something that the parents would be like, no? I mean, it was like minor twerking. Veronica's so pretty; it doesn't matter. <laughs> they want me to look at her and not notice everything else. Exactly, and it worked. <laughs> Here's what I noticed: Cheryl's shirt in the scene is super fitted. Like oh, like her outfit. Like, like yeah, her, her like like outfit. you can't actually do any cheerleading in that <laughs> in her, outfit. In her like, uh, it's just a power shirt. shirt. Like well, did you? Everyone else is much looser shirts. What? The, did you notice the back of the shirt? No. It says HBIC head bitch in charge of Cheryl's is great. I was like, that's a very good detail. Where did her minions go this episode? Well, I don't think they're like feeling her this episode because she may have killed her brother. <laughs> she might have. She may. Uh. <laughs> One of my notes here just says, girl wasn't dealing with her trauma. No. This isn't no. healthy. She's shoving it down. So she has to go and enlist Josie and the Pussycats for the pep rally. So Josie and the Pussycats, <laughs> here's my They're easily problem. enlisted. Yeah, I have a kind of a, I really love their music, and I think they're a really fun addition to the show. I'm, I'm not sure if they're ever going to be more than that, though. Like, are they going to be relevant to anything? Right, like, are they just kind of like the band that plays... Like, are they more just for the... Like, I, I can't really imagine Josie suddenly being, like, a suspect. No. So, I don't know. Like... <laughs> Their mom Robin? is the... Josie's mom is the mayor. Yeah, Robin Gibbons. So, like, that'll put her more involved in this stuff. Right. That's... Yeah. Well, when the mayor came on stage, I was like, oh, the mayor looks, like, amazing. And, like, she really has her, like, look down. So, mm-hmm. I was like, I bet she's going to be a parent because all the parents on the show are so good looking. And then she was. That then she's want, like, my daughter, Josie. I want the one person who lives in the town who's, like, not pretty to be like, what is with everyone in this town? What's happening? Oh, my God. I am a troll. I could never move to the CW. Veronica and uh, Betty get into a fight. Because uh, there is a lot of resentment. Betty thinks Veronica is fake. No, she thinks she's a wasp masquerading like a butterfly. Which is highly which dramatic. Is... And another thing teenagers would not say. I, I thought I, I thought I covered it with fake, though. She's masquerading as the other thing. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. We're both right. We're I know, you want to use a specific line in things that teenagers don't say. Exactly. A wasp or masquerading as a butterfly. Veronica uh, thinks that her presence has helped Betty. Or th- she thinks she can help Betty. She's like, before I was here, you were just pining after Archie and you didn't make a move. Now you know. Uh, Veronica has a great point. It's not my fault he doesn't like you. Okay, so here is a little mini rant. I love Betty, obviously. But I think Veronica's totally right here. It wasn't yeah. It wasn't right that she kissed him. I think that was kind of like a... She didn't mean Betty it. Betty still doesn't know that happened, though. Oh, yeah. Well, mm. I think that Betty's mind probably went like even worse places, though. So probably. it's fine. They probably should have just been like, we kissed... It was 
was like a hot second. I don't. The music really, was really good, but I don't really understand why Betty is so mad if she doesn't. If nobody, I guess she, she Betty knows something happened. She did, Charlie shouldn't have been mad when they just went into the closet together, though. And that's like when they started. <laughs> she just she just got out of there. Yeah, it was weird. It's like weird that she was so mad when literally they could have just talked for seven minutes mm-hmm. about Betty. They mm-hmm. didn't, but she doesn't know that. Um, yeah, because I I think this is a really good real talk that they don't do a lot of in teen dramas because I think you have this idea that on these shows there are couples who are like meant to be together and like end kind of, game yeah and even like Kevin says oh Betty and Archie are end game and yeah maybe they are I don't know Betty and Veronica forever um, but this is so realistic as unrealistic as the show is it's so great for a show to be like yeah he doesn't like you sometimes that happens get over it yeah yes you're pretty yes you're nice yes you're everything you're supposed to be but he doesn't like you. That's not your fault. That's not even his fault. Let's chill. In the in the annals of uh, things that teenagers don't say, Romeo and Juliet are the exception, not the rule. Thank God, right? Because they die. <laughs> yeah, they, they 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 died. Teenagers know that part, right? I don't. That was either. freshman year of high school for me. Reading that. Yeah, I think I read that freshman year as well. So Cheryl comes back, and Betty invites Cheryl for the many petties that Veronica got her, and then I write. Betty, more like Petty, am I right? <laughs> uh, I thought that was funny. But also, dear God, head. why? Why? I, yeah, I don't... No, nothing is worth uh, more time with Cheryl, especially for you, Betty. Like, Yeah, I didn't really understand. Like, like yeah, joining cheerleading is one thing, but that doesn't mean that Betty has to suddenly get buddy-buddy with Cheryl. <clears throat> I didn't think that, and like when her mom was like, don't hang out with Cheryl, I was like, I don't think you have anything to worry about, but apparently the mom has to worry about Betty trying to befriend Cheryl. Like, I don't know when this happened. So we go to uh, Pop's Chocolate Shop, where... So it's, just really quick, since you read the comics, why is it called a chocolate shop? Because it's an old comic. Is that like a thing, though? Like, was there... It It was a place to get milkshakes. Like it was, it was named for the for the chocolate milkshakes. Oh, why is it spelled C H O? Yeah, like C K comma. Screw you. That's why it's okay. an old comic. That's how they would have spelled it back in the day. The fifties seemed nice. I think it might be older than that. The forties. I seemed honestly can't nice. remember when. I think it was the comic was first invented created. in nineteen forty one. I have that fact in my brain somewhere. Okay. Yeah. Uh. Hermione's working at Pops. She Hermione looks Lush. fun. She looks so good in I the know. uniform. Like, she even talks about it, but, like, she's killing it. Yeah, she's like, a Mildred Pierce thing going on. The way like she did her says. hair, really good. Mildred Pierce is, like, my favorite. Uh, she might be putting a little bit more effort than she needs to. Right, but, like, but like whatever. Yeah, it's, it's fine. Hermione, I'm sure she won't be there for too long. <laughs> Hermione really um, is very cool about her having to go back to, like, waitressing. Yeah, she's incredibly humble. Yeah, it's a really nice change. Mm-hmm. Definitely. But uh, she also really ships Archie and Ron. Yeah, Archie comes <laughs> in and she's like, Archie, you should walk my daughter home. Which is so inappropriate. Hermione, my God. Uh, so Archie does. Yeah. Because he's a sheeple. <laughs> Listen, women just have him. And, like, yeah. he'll do anything a woman says. His dad, he'll defy. Right, he, he, right. Uh, Jughead, he'll defy. But women, mm, he is a slave. He really is. Little sheeple Archie. Uh, so Veronica and Archie bond. <laughs> bond. That's, I mean, they that's really what kiss. happens over here. 
Archie talks about how much history he and Betty have, and it really is so much history. Yeah. Like, I get why he, why it might be much safer and better for him to be with Veronica. You think, oh, I see what you're saying, yeah. Or or with Betty, sorry, with Betty. Veronica's exciting and new, but Betty's like, she's like a warm hug. Yeah, though at the same time, I think that's why it might be safer for her to, for him to be with Veronica, because... If he's with Betty and it doesn't work out, suddenly, like, all that history is ruined. But right. Veronica, less to lose. Veronica is exciting and new and could cause him to change and grow in interesting ways while they're together. Betty, it's, he would just, he would, would be Archie. It wouldn't, there wouldn't be any challenge in that relationship. Which, yeah, but also he doesn't like Betty. Like, I, that's kind yeah, of the... Yeah, he doesn't. I'm sure something will make her, him start seeing her that way. Right. Just to scotch too late. Like, if she starts dating someone else, he'll and start it's going to be like, oh, I liked her all along. That yeah. would be very annoying. I feel like it just doesn't really work like that. Uh, so, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Then we get uh, a scene with Cheryl and Betty. Where oh, this is Cheryl, such a good scene. Cheryl, like, legit interrogates Betty about Polly. But at first, they're having kind of, like, this weird, like, intimate friendship moment. Yeah. Like, where... Cheryl's, like, apologizing for the shitty ways she treated Betty, like, so long ago, hint, last episode. Jesus. Literally a day ago. Yeah. Like two days ago, yeah. maybe. What is wrong with you, Cheryl? Yeah, Cheryl was a, a heinous bitch like two days ago. Yeah, she messed up. And so she's like sitting on Betty's lap, basically, like doing her makeup, which is confusing because I thought they went to like a salon, but anyway. And like, then they came back and they said do more makeup. Right, it seems like a lot. They just didn't want to have to pay for the set. But, the salon set. Yeah, right. That's like, kind of what just, I was Let's thinking. just use our standing set that we already have over here of Betty's room. That's exactly what I thought they were doing, actually. I was like, oh, okay. So they made this whole big deal about getting Weird Betty Betty's. Is Betty's room a practical, like, a, pra- a real but, set? Like, Because, like, if they can look out the window and see Archie across the way, how are they doing that? It might be... A, mm, I don't know. Hmm. Maybe. Maybe they have just two sets. Maybe it's, like, a, a big soundstage. That's, like, a... Ooh, wow. And then That's a complicated trick with lighting and all that though wouldn't it be yes but i bet that <laughs> i wish i was more involved in production i, I know. just know pre-production so i look at his storytelling stuff well i know like if they it's in vancouver call right? aaron we can talk about some post-production aaron! stuff and <laughs> aaron yeah no i don't think he's working on he's not working on riverdale but oh. i bet he would know right maybe yeah uh so cheryl like straight up accuses polly of murdering her brother yeah. Also, I can't wait until we get the big actress who's going to play Polly. Like, Do you they, know who it is? No, I just think they have to cast somebody great, right? Because mm-hmm. she's like such a mystery right now. They better put Hillary Duff in this role. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> Hillary Duff is like too old for this. For also, sure. she's busy. I know, younger. but like Hillary Duff would be great here, right, guys? So or, I wrote, like, I wrote, kick her out, and then. Betty said, get out of my house. And I was like, yes, she said yeah, it. She said, but get also out she of my house or I will kill you. Yeah, that's right. And then this next shot of Cheryl makes Cheryl look so small and yeah. like shuddering beneath Betty. Because Betty is like so close to snapping yeah. at any given moment. Mm-hmm. So, so close. Uh, Archie comes home with the burgers. Which it took him a really long time to get home. I hope that, I hope that uh, See, these people Pop's food is like warm and good how are any of the people so fit for me right exactly it's like the only place they eat not important uh jughead is there on the uh, front steps he's like hey man um didn't really finish our conversation (laughs) earlier also what's up with you and uh miss grundy 
So he figured it out very quickly. He's very... Uh, wait, actually, I think Archie kind of confesses to him that, like, like, that's happening. And Jughead's like, is that why you were so weird all summer? Is that why we're not friends anymore? He's like, well, that and the um, the gunshot thing. So Jughead insists that Archie go to the police. Yeah. And Archie's I'm like, on, but no, I'm on Jughead's no, side. Obviously, because, like, you could go to the police without... It. This is the thing that makes no sense. Go to the police and be like, I was out for a run at 6 o'clock in the morning... I, heard I, I do that. You, we have proof that I do that. Right, I go exactly. on late like, night, early morning runs with my shirt off. Right, ask my dad. Um, yeah, like he could have very easily just been like, I was out at 6 o'clock in the morning taking a walk. I heard a gunshot. Like, Here's one thing you're forgetting. Archie's a stupid goober. Right, this is true. Archie's not the brightest redhead on the block. He's Justin a, Ginger Lake. Oh, the teen outlander. There's another one. Then Fred comes out. And he's like, "Yo, Jughead, you coming in? We got pops." Which a do they order enough? I for, know. Like, a I third thought person? that too. I was like, "This isn't like pizza." Aw, Fred loves Jughead. I'm happy that Fred loves Jughead, and but Fred, Fred doesn't know how much Jughead can eat because apparently he eats a lot of burgers. That's his thing. Archie's like, "You're no, he he's, he's getting out of here." <laughs> That's kind of the end of that scene. That's the end of Act Three. I don't know. If, did you watch this on, on, on TV? Did I watched it on... I, I downloaded it from iTunes. So did you not catch the um, crazy Cheryl makeup commercial that happens right after this? No. Why? On the CW, really? they have this commercial where, like, Cheryl... Or the actress who plays Cheryl sits down and they're doing her makeup, uh, like, for, like, right before the pep rally scene. And, like, she's talking about how the makeup, like, defines Cheryl. And, like, the big red <laughs> lips are, like, drawing her attention so you can be, like, read my lips with, like, everyone she's That's talking so to. I'm funny. like, whoa. I think it's, uh, it's either Revlon or CoverGirl. Yeah, I was going to say, what brand? <laughs> you know what's funny about that? Um, I was talking to my friend, and she actually was like, whoa, I hate Cheryl's makeup. She just watched the pilot. And, like, she loves, like, my friend, like, is a big makeup person. And she was like, yeah, what the hell is going on with Cheryl's face with her makeup? It's, like, it's very terrible. dynamic and hard-lined makeup. Yeah. She, I was like, I didn't really notice. And she was like, it's terrible. So it's hilarious that but that's But if this thing. ends up being a series of, like, creating the character's makeup looks, that'll yeah. be kind of fascinating. It's, it's I mean, they're not. Way. They're probably not going to do it with the guys, even though they all have makeup they on, too. They all have too. makeup. Uh, well, I think it's a really good way to do it instead of... Having it be like, oh, uh, Betty, do you want to try some of my Revlon lipstick? It <laughs> Honestly, I do. For hours. And this costs like nothing. And right. Yeah. That's a good point. Oh, God. I hate uh, product integration so much. It's I so hate awkward. It. The it's, show always comes to a grinding halt. It's never, it's never. And you know, the writers are like, as they're writing it in, the actors don't feel like good saying it. It's never, <laughs> it's never good. It's also like uh, in those music videos where you see the EOS lip balms. Have you yeah. guys? Oh, I hate that. This is actually a I better love system because like they can tell you about how the makeup helps define the character. Right. Of just this seeing makes like sense. the ca- the characters make. I like this makeup. The production <laughs> is like this is why it's this way. Right. It's smart. And this is why we're using Revlon. And I'm going to try to find that commercial once we're done because <laughs> it sounds very funny. So Alice comes into. Um, um, Betty's room with like sage, like legit burning sage. Oh, like, so funny. So the blossoms are demons. <laughs> Let me just clear out your room here. What did the blossoms do? Polly. What did well? Yeah, but like, what the fuck happened? They never explain it. Mm. It just seemed like it was a shitty high school. Jason broke Polly somehow. Right. Polly's in a groove home. How old is Polly? I think that she's well. They're sophomores, so I bet she's like a senior. Well, how old is well, Cheryl? Actually. Yeah, how they interesting. like are Cheryl and Jason older than the other kids? No, I think that they are the, all the same age. <laughs> then like, how is Jason is dating Polly? up like this older girl and like broke her? 
It's possible. I they do that a lot on TV shows. Like you don't realize, but yeah. Like it, I I almost feel like Jace is like years older than Cheryl, but he can't be because they're twins. Right. That is kind of a, an unusual thing because Cheryl is in all of their classes. Mm-hmm. I don't think. Uh, yeah, that's kind of confusing. Apparently, Polly knows about Jason's death. Maybe Betty is really smart, and so she skipped. No, that doesn't make sense either. Anyway, I'm sorry. What? Betty. Uh, Betty's like, oh, maybe I could see Polly sometime, and then Alice just expertly changes the subject away from right. that. Right. So, what happened to Polly? Other, like, what happened? She's, we'll find. We'll find out like, eventually. I, she killed Jason. She did not kill Jason. She, that is the only person I'm convinced did not kill Jason. But I do have another theory. Let's go on. Betty and Veronica kind of have a conversation in a curiously empty hallway where they they halfway make up. They're they're almost all the way there. Uh, Veronica tells Betty that like a friend is sometimes better than a boyfriend, which is which is fact. So, That's true. Yes. So great. I love this element of the show because the entire. I mean, I didn't read the comics, but I know that a lot of the comics is about the rivalry between Betty and Veronica and like this good girl, bad girl thing. This is such rich rich girl girl next door. Yeah. Right. This is such like a great way to just like twist it on its head because it still talks to like female Veronica's rivalry. She's freaking sage though. Like She's her, she is so wise. Yeah. It, I almost don't believe that she was ever mean. Like that's like the only problem. I wonder that I have. if there'll ever be like a plotline that like brings out that darker side of her, or maybe even just like an episode where there are a lot of flashbacks. I feel like they're really setting her up to be like the preferred one. Uh, did you ever watch Jane the Virgin? I watched a few episodes. In the first season, they did a really good job of making Raphael seem way better than Michael. Oh, like, but I like Michael. way better, and that because Michael was like freaking out because like my girlfriend is pregnant with someone else's baby right. you don't handle that well it's stressful and then they kind of circled back and they made michael much better until they kind of evened it out uh and i think the show might be doing the same thing so that like, you don't really know who to root for right eventually you're you got people on either side like i was team Raphael, now i'm team michael and now michael and jane are married so it's, so fine. it's fine michael wins uh <laughs> it, well yeah well they <clears> thought he was gonna die for a while right yeah he um got shot at the end of season two wow spoilers sorry <laughs> i assume everyone's current Ah, you shouldn't, but... Well, we then maybe they should watch some Jane the Virgin. It's a great show. A great I show. catch seasons one and two on Netflix, and season three you catch on the CW app. Listen, guys, I'm going to be honest. I'm not a huge fan of the CW app. Uh, CW used to put their shows on Hulu. A lot easier to watch yeah. their shows and keep up with it. I'm not downloading this app. I'm not putting it on my phone. I'm not putting it on my PlayStation 4. <laughs> it's so funny. You're like, like let me shit on the CW app. I pay for cable so I can watch my CW live as it happens. Not all that's kind. I download all my episodes from iTunes, actually. It's expensive. Um, but, this, yeah, I don't... I don't usually like it when networks have their own apps. Because I used to watch Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, I think, on Hulu. <laughs> yeah. And now I don't do it. Yeah. And now yeah. CBS is doing this app, and this all access, and uh, that's where they're going to put yes. their new Star Trek series, uh, which I love Star Trek, but put it on TV, CBS. Don't don't screw don't screw with me, CBS. Wait, so they're not putting Star Trek on CBS. Star Trek Discovery is going to air its first episode on TV eventually when it comes out. It's been pushed back so many times now, and then the rest of the show will air weekly on CBS All Access. That's a very weird way. I actually um just got a trial. And you have to CBS. pay for that one. It's not yeah, free. It's not CW free. is free, right? I think think so i think i'm not sure well, i think it's not free but it's like free if you have cable mm. i think so like for me like i have verizon Fios in my parents house so i yeah. use that yeah, 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 yeah right so but i can't use cbs 
which is always like a problem when I'm trying to watch something live on CBS. So I signed up for a trial of CBS All Access so I can stream the Grammys. I don't think I have any shows on CBS anymore. Um, well, I was like watching. I had Limitless, I but that got canceled. You Limitless was so good. Was Watch it? it on Netflix. Was it really? It's on Netflix. Check I it out. I like the movie. and I It's like nothing the, like the movie. Oh, well, It's I guess. much more fun. The movie was sort of fun. This is a lot more fun. I like, um... I just... You gotta check it out. Okay. I'll watch I'll watch the first episode. This is a really long tangent. Yeah. Should let's, we get back, or... Yeah, let's get back. Okay. <laughs> uh... Oh! So now we get a big Reggie scene, which, yeah, Reggie's such an what a-hole in this happened? episode. Reggie was being so chill in the first episode. You were, you were my bro, and now you're, you're... He's still a bro. For sure, still a bro. Yeah, but now he's a douchey bro. Yeah, he was just like, you're gay, you're a murderer, you are Wednesday Adams. I have no reason why I'm I don't like you, I don't like you, I don't like you. I have no reason to be hostile. I have a- he killed Jason, and he's like, if I deflect... If I deflect long enough, they won't notice. What if he's been replaced by someone else? And oh, the original, or the original Reggie's missing too. Oh my god, drama! Uh, I also wrote all. I, one of my notes is, "Wow, what a nice lounge!" Oh, like the yeah. student lounge set. My school didn't have a student lounge. Did we have a student lounge? We did, but it wasn't that nice. It was more just like an extension of a cafeteria. Kind yeah, of. it's just go to the cafeteria, right? Which like, yeah. is like this huge open space, not exactly what you're going for. It, ours just kind of looks like if you want to hang out. Yeah. So everyone would just, you know, like whatever club you were in, that's what you do, although you just go back to your house, really, at the you end of the day. That was the best but, like, thing. But, like, no one had, like, free periods in my school. Oh, I had a lot. Until but... you were a senior. And then you and had then you could have No, you could have late. You could have delayed opening. You'd, like, start your day later than everyone else. You'd, like, have a later period. Or you uh, so would have nice. early dismissal. You'd, like, not take the last class of the day and just leave earlier. That's awesome. Yeah. Those were the two. Those are the ways. Um... Here's my favorite insult that Reggie throws towards Jughead. He calls him Suicide Squad. I didn't think that made sense. I thought about Let's it. Let's assume they made this before the movie came out. Would it, so still wouldn't make sense to just see, did he commit suicide? Or did he try to commit suicide? No, no, like, it's because he looks like a... He, he, like, he dresses and is weird, much like the Joker is in Suicide Squad. He's so edgy and all that stuff. <laughs> Like, like... I guess. Seems like a stretch. If you go to, like, the Warner Brothers Studio Tour, you can actually see all the costumes from Suicide Squad, like, in during the tour, and they're all like, wow, these guys are so edgy, and look at all these crazy costumes. They're so weird and outsiders and dark and that kind of stuff. And that's the joke he's making at Jughead's expense. I finally watched... That he looks like a crazy outsider. Yeah? Yeah, I finally and? watched... I watched a bunch of clips online, because apparently Warner Brothers isn't taking those down, and... It's not very good. No. Like, I watched, like, the 20 minutes of the ending. It's an absolute mess in a completely different way than Batman v Superman was also an absolute mess. Yeah, Batman v Superman, I I didn't hate when I was watching the first half. Mm-hmm. And then after the first half, I really did not like it. Yeah. It's tedious. It's so, yeah. It, I felt tired. By the end of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's exhausting. It is. Especially the extended cut, which is the actual better version of the movie. Because uh, really? it actually makes sense. Because the movie as theatrically presented is so tightly edited that you're like, or rather poorly edited that you're like, where am I? What's happening? Yeah, Why is any of this stuff going on? Like, I didn't understand like the terrorism thing and at like, the beginning of Clark the- Kent's barely in the movie at all. And yeah. The terrorism thing. In the extended cut, they showed the guys actually take the dead bodies 
and destroy, and destroy them with blowtorches uh, to make it look like they were burned alive, to make it look oh. like they were killed with heat vision. And, like, yeah, they just kind of cut right past that in the theatrical cuts. You're like, why is Superman blamed for any of this? Right. It they were it. shot in the head. Right. I didn't get that at all, actually. Thank you for telling me that because that makes so much more. Why would they delete they that They also scene? reveal that the, um, the woman testifying against Superman has been bought off by Lex Luthor. That makes more sense, too. Right. What about... But also, um, Lex's plan still doesn't make any sense, and he doesn't need to be in that movie, because Batman already hates Superman at the start of the film. In the best sequence of the movie, when he's driving through the end of Man right, of Steel, and right. everything's falling apart. Well, okay, second question about Batman. Why... What am I, what am I trying to ask? Why is that whole weird thing with the time travel, and they're, like, going into the whole, oh, like, alternate reality? fuck you, that's why. Okay, <laughs> um, so that's it? Okay. That's, like... Them trying to use that as sequel bait instead of actually building something compelling in the present. Uh, I, I, were they time Like, Zack Snyder, just like, that looks cool. Uh, it was very unclear. The villain for Justice League is going to be tied to that stuff. That's um, all this Superman mythology. Uh, there's this dude out there called Darkseid. Uh, Side is spelled S-E-I-D. So wow, that's so sorry. He's, uh, he's a new god. So he's like Super Satan. Uh, and he comes from a planet called Apocalypse. Uh, Subtle. Yes. Subtle. And the Omega symbol is his symbol. And the implication is that he's coming for Earth. And, like, like, vibrations of of that is being sent through time and warning Batman. Also, the Flash is going to travel through time to warn Batman. Uh, And those big bug things in the future Uh were um, called parademons. uh, Which are are the henchmen. They didn't need this. No. Nor the part where, like, Superman's evil. In this timeline right, or something I didn't like that. I get that either. That made no sense. Yeah. I thought it was just like a projection of Bruce Wayne's, like, Superman. It's half that, but it's also guy. sequel bait. Uh, plus, the, yeah, in the portal at the end, that's the Flash. We already like, knew there was going to be a Justice League movie. That's so stupid. Yep. That's so dumb. Yep. Yep. That's so fucking dumb. So Archie defends Jughead. Anyway. Uh, and they get he has to do a fight with Reggie. Uh, and and, the, they, and the most importantly, machine. yeah, not Great. the vending machine is what I wrote. <laughs> I just wish they all took candy after that. Like, that's what I was thinking. It was so funny. Stops. So I was like, ooh, that's rough. Anyway, grabbing right. some food and like leaving. Right, exactly. You're just like, it's I mean, what a rare opportunity. Money. A broken vending machine, I would take advantage of it. Also, like, there's no way a vending machine would break mm-hmm. like that. Like, you just, it wouldn't like shatter with tapered glass. It would not happen. It didn't shatter. Way. It just cracked. It would, no, they it didn't like, break it through. But, like, it was... But, like, if you hit it hard enough, you would just break through, and then you'd be able to get whatever you wanted. Yeah, so, missed opportunity for everyone. (laughs) Uh, Reggie gives Archie, like, like he punches Archie in the face. Yeah, That's black eye damage. It seems like Reggie is mad at Archie suddenly. I'm not really sure what happened. I don't. Is he, is he mad that Archie got, like, the varsity position? No, because he, he, like, wanted him to get the varsity position. Because uh, Reggie was like, why would I want to kill Jason Blossom? He's the best quarterback we ever had. So it wasn't like Reggie was looking. Because, like, Jason was pretty. The reason the varsity position is open is because Jason died. Yeah. So Reggie is on varsity. Yeah. So it seems. Yeah. So there's no reason. If anything, like, he should appreciate having a new redheaded buddy in town. I, I, I guess this is just, like, a difference between pilot and rest of the series. Yeah. I think they realized they made him too nice in the pilot. Yeah, because we had, like, Reggie was mad uh, chill. I loved him. Uh, so maybe yeah. they're going to make him more of a jerk. Uh, but now I'm excited because now it's like we got someone who's just mean. 
Like I, I'm we have sad. Cheryl already. I know, but we have a boy who's also mean. Because uh, Kevin's just sassy. By the way, real quick thing about Kevin, because I meant to talk about this earlier. Um, we need to give Kevin a personality trait that is not just gay. What do you mean? No, it's not gay. It's gay. It's so. <laughs> it's so much. Like literally, like everything out of Kevin's mouth, and obviously, like. Yeah, like, cool, like, you being gay is, like, very, like, obviously not a But he's just like, it's by just, the way, I'm the gay character. Right, right. It's just, like, like, he needs an interest that's not <laughs> other men or, like, being shady about the guys who like him. What's like, his best subject at school? I don't know. What's his favorite also, kinds of bands? I'm trying to figure out if this is the guy shows is he like? the Carrie Diaries or not. I don't think it is. You would. You would have watched The Carrie Diaries. Oh, shut up. It's a great show. I, it's really good, actually. Yeah, I'm sure it was for how long it lasted. It lasted like two seasons. Really? Or I thought it was seasons. just one. No, I think it It might have even lasted three seasons. I think it was wow. just two, actually. But it was good. Yeah. It was like um, it was like a heartfelt... It was like very... Mm, what's the right word? Not heartfelt. That's not... Eager... Like, do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, mm. like it, it didn't, it, everything felt so important, but they were just teenagers, like, and nothing really important was happening. Yeah. Um, it was an interesting take on the character. It made Carrie less annoying. The The British girl in that was on Doctor Who, and she's on Sense8 now. Oh, she's really good. <laughs> yeah. Um, L- Laurel? Lorraine? Something like that? No. Well, that was her name on the show. Okay. Yeah, she's like a fashion editor. Yeah. Yeah. But it was cool. The New York 80s vibes were really interesting to me. I really liked it. Very different, that's for sure. Yeah. It really, like, set a different tone for, for the city. And the city was a character, if you will. Um, <laughs> no, it's a good... In this case, it's real. It's a real thing. Just like Riverdale is a character on this show, Segway. So, we go into Act 5, where Archie asks Fred for advice. Good call. Fred's the best. Uh so the advice Fred's just like, oh, oh my, my god. god, you're talking to me. This is amazing. He said, Thanks, son. He says, this is the most honest conversation we've ever had. And or the conversation like, is Archie going, a girl wants me to do a thing. I want to do the <laughs> other thing. The thing I want to do is the right thing, but I don't want to hurt her. That's literally the conversation. He's like, wow, thanks for being so open and honest. No sarcasm. And he's like, listen, Archie, if you know what the right thing is, you should probably do the right thing. Yeah, it seems, yeah. But I, if I was a parent, I'd be like, Archie, what are you talking about? Who did you get pregnant? Like, that would be my first reaction. <laughs> I wouldn't be, like, like stirring the pasta sauce, being like, well, Archie, if it's the right thing, it's probably the right thing. <laughs> like, what? Like, I'd be concerned about what my kid is up to. Who are you selling drugs to? What are you doing? I would have thought he got a girl pregnant. Wouldn't you think that? Like, that's literally what he seems like he's explaining. Like, he wants to uh, give her an abortion. Right, right. <laughs> and he's like, wow, I hope I that know. works out, Luke man. Perry's just a very understanding father. I guess so. All those years at West Bev. Uh, when he, yeah, we met that vampire slayer that one time, so. Oh, yeah, that's a, yeah. Who, he, he's in the Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie. movie. He's in the movie. Is that like a prequel? It was made first. Well, yeah, so but it's like, not now, so much a prequel as because I, no, I've seen it actually. Yeah. So I'm just wondering if that was supposed to be a prequel. It's a different actress, right? Different everything, right? But I don't know if it's at like was it Sunny Sunnyvale? No, Sunnydale. No, it's, it's not. not. So I bet it's a prequel. I bet that's what it is. I think it is. You a can't prequel. call it a prequel if it was made first. 
Oh, right. I see what you're saying. The show is the sequel to the movie. Right. That's kind of what I mean. And they recast when they went to the show. I see what you're saying. And, like, the plot starts with her, like, interviewing at, at Sunnydale. Right, And they'd right. be like, oh, you burned down the gym of your last school. That happened in the movie. I didn't even realize that. Right. Thing was, that's the difference between movies and TV. In TV, the writer has more control than the movie. So in the movie, Joss Whedon lost a lot of control to the director and to, um... He wrote, the, uh, he wrote the movie, too? He wrote the movie. Uh, what's his face? Sutherland. Um, uh, uh, Donald, Donald Sutherland. Sutherland? Yeah, it kind of took a little bit of creative control away from him. Uh, so when he got to create the show, he got a lot more control over it and became like his baby, and it became the uh, cultural juggernaut that it is today. That's so funny. I didn't even realize that. I just kind of thought it was like, a, this is an idea, and this is how we're... we're no, like, it, was, it, was, it was always him from the start. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. I gotta watch more But Buffy. they treated it as a comedy, like just straight up comedy in the movie. Right. Like, like it's it's darker than that. Yeah. It's more layered. Like an onion. Like, a, like, a, like an ogre? Like an ogre. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, at the pep rally, Archie goes over to Geraldine Grundy and is like, hey, <laughs> so, name, please. Yeah. I am, uh, I'm gonna talk to Weatherby and Sheriff Keller. That's that's going to happen. You don't have to be a part of it. I'm just letting you know what the situation is. Why wouldn't he just have said that in the beginning? It's like, okay, I get it because I don't want you to get arrested for rape, which is what you did. Um, I'm just going to go and be like, yo, like I heard this gunshot thing. Take it as you will. Because, Caitlin, the show's an hour long. It, so what huh. would his plot have been for the rest of the episode? I don't know. Maybe they should have given Archie more to do. <laughs> They're getting there. It's the second episode. Okay, fine, fine. Maybe you're being fine. a little bit harsh on the show. I'm not harsh on the show. I love the show. The show is my new favorite show. Really, it's kind of taking the world by people I know who don't watch TV are like, yeah, Riverdale, man. Yeah, it's really good. I'm, I'm a friend really who like watches it. this and Crazy Ace Girlfriend. Jacob, this is my shout out to you. Oh my god, uh, Jacob watches uh, Riverdale. Yeah, cool. Yeah, he also listens to our podcast. So yay, wait, really? Yeah. Oh my god, hi Jacob. He's like in a movie only guy. Archie and Jughead make up. And, like, this is their first, like, their chemistry is solid. Yeah. Like, I the way they're, way they're like, I'm not going to hug you over here. We're going to do the bro not. Like, the way they say that is so natural. And, like, they're just having a good time being together. Well, I thought it was a beautiful line when he was like, come on, man. And he's like, well, are we friends again? And, and uh, It'll be discussed over many burgers. Over many? Over many nights. <laughs> oh, my God. It was so good. Like, it means they are going to be friends, right? Like, they don't need a so. boyfriend. They have each other. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Or girlfriends, whatever. No, I heard Moose is looking. So, uh, it's, I'm, uh, I want to hang out with these guys and eat burgers at Pop's Chocolate Shop. It'd be so fun. Chocolate uh, shop. It's gonna be chocolate. So good. Uh, so the mayor uh, makes an announcement for the pep rally, so she Robin even showed up for this. I think. Uh, and right, she's Josie's mom. She has this little dancer. She's like, and her pussy cats, which I <laughs> I don't know why I can't get out of my head. So real quick, um, how famous are the pussy cats? I think they've won some competitions. Okay. Yeah. So they're not like a they're not like real famous. They won whatever the band slam is of this of this area okay. of the country. Band slam, favorite underrated movie. That's mine. Uh, really? Yeah, for us, Vanessa Hudgens. Hudgens? Yeah, yeah. I love Alan Vanessa it's, it's great. Anyway, uh, yeah, here's the thing. Last episode, they're like, so the Pussycats never do covers, and then this episode, they do a cover of Sugar Sugar. Yeah, so they're like, they never do covers, but we can't write original music for the Pussycats all the time. I'm sure we're getting there. Letters hey, to Cleo was not can available. can you use the songs from the movie? Okay, I love... Three short words. <laughs> oh my god, I love all of that music. That's all by the band Letter, Letters to Letters to Cleo? 
Did you watch Parks and Recreation? Yeah. Apparently, um, Ben wears a Letters to Cleo shirt. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's, like, they kind of, like, had a resurgence because he was, like, wearing the shirt. Huh. Like, or, like, people, like, started remembering them. But they do all the music for Josie and the Pussycats, the movie. I want to know. So the drummer girl is supposed to be Tara Reid's character from the movie. Is she going to be that dumb oh, in the so. TV show? When Tara Reid's character is not that dumb. She was just innocent. Okay, puppies. Fair. Puppies grow up to be dogs. And then dogs grow old, and then they die. That's just what I remember, like, mean, evil Josie I saying to Tara love, Reed's character. I love them getting into their fight at, t- at um... TRL. Yeah. Total yeah. Request Live. Oh, my God. And, Total Request Live. And Carson Daly and Tara Reed, like, dated in real life. Oh, really? Apparently. That's so hilarious. it's kind of funny. Uh, that was a whole weird thing. So... This whole performance with the with the um, the Pussycats and the um, the Vixens, it's it's good. This um, is my favorite song. It is cut short. There's a longer version of this you can find online. Yeah. Cheryl comes up on the stage and raps with Josie, and I weird. think it kind of needs that length because there's you can kind of feel the awkwardness of the edit when she when Cheryl comes up on the stage with the microphone and then doesn't use it and just kind of hugs Josie and it's like, yay, they're best friends. She's like, really, Josie? Are we yeah. this cool with Cheryl? I what? thought that was strange. Too. I don't. I really want to understand Josie's relationship with people who aren't Archie because I've only seen her interact with Archie and the Pussycats. I can't figure who out don't talk if she's popular or if she's like an untouchable person, like in the sense that like she's so cool nobody is friends with her. Like mm-hmm. I can't figure that out. Yeah, just it's a good. See. It's a good. Uh, it's a good performance too. Like it's a pretty good cover. Great. I just. I would. Are they gonna release like full versions of this song? I do follow the um, Riverdale um, uh, music from Riverdale on Spotify. I follow. The oh, playlist really? For that. I should do that. It has um, stuff that isn't even in directly the episodes. Right. Just uh, like, so it's a very long playlist, but some good music. Yeah. Yeah, all the music actually, <laughs> just like the background stuff they have, is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I love like the fight. The fight music. I forgot. Is it Cage the Elephant? That song? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. really good. There's, like, a lot of good, like, musical moments. Mm-hmm. The CW has always been really good at that, but... But the MTV does this really convenient thing where they'll tell you what the song right is the as bottom. it's playing. CW used to do the thing where they'll be, like, music from at the end of the episode. Right. They don't even do that anymore. Yeah, they would do that after One Tree Hill a lot. Like, I have to, I have to research this online now. Seems annoying. Uh, yeah, Super Smallville used to do that. Uh, yeah, I wrote again, the routine is sexy, but I think it's weak as hell. I think it's a good routine because they're not trying to do tricks. Like, I think last But they're not even... They don't even say the word, like, Riverdale or, like... (laughs) Right, I guess those are important Pep or, you know, yay. They're just like, yo, Veronica is so hot. She is so hot, though. Like, let her just have this. She's been through a lot. Football team, which the football team is called the Bulldogs. Yeah, that makes sense. That's pretty basic. Run out, and Cheryl sees Archie and Jason's number for the first time. And finally... She feels something. Also, we finally acknowledge that Archie and Jason are supposed to look similar. Yes. Because for the first few episodes, or the first episode, obviously, because we haven't seen more than two, but the first episode, I was like, is anyone going to say something about how Archie and Jason look alike, or are, like Archie is stepping into Jason's shoes? Because yeah. they didn't, like, they didn't really that, lean oh, into no, they're that. They're clearly going for that. That's what I think they're going for, but they didn't really lean into it. Like, I think it's it's strange that I mean, they Cheryl weren't. even sees her brother for like a second there. That's why I kind of thought that maybe Cheryl was going to try to like get with Archie because it was like filling because you thought they were having sex, <laughs> right? But now that they're allegedly not, so yeah, so I'm not quite on board for that. But sure, what that they're not having, yeah. yeah. Well, I have a theory. So, so she kind of runs away. Carol, yeah, yeah. Goes to the locker and room. Veronica, of all people, goes to comfort her. 
Like, Veronica's just there for everyone in this school. Veronica's the best. Almost a little bit like she's just, like, she's putting a lot of effort to be liked by everyone. It does come off as a little bit like, yo, calm down, you can have enemies, too. Well, I think that more than she's trying to be universally liked, I think she's really trying to be genuine. I think that she really... I don't know if it's... I don't think it's that she doesn't want enemies, because in the first episode, she was really, like... Cheryl, like, fuck you, like, I'm defending Betty. I don't think mm-hmm. it's about not having enemies. I think it's that she really Yeah, is she didn't call to, out Cheryl. That's right. Yeah, she's trying to kind of, like, lean into being a good person and really following, like, her heart as opposed to, like, putting on airs. And I think that's important. I just flash back to my other favorite Veronica, Veronica Mars. Oh, yeah. She's where great. she goes to college, comes home, her dad's like, did you make any friends? She's like, no. Did you make any enemies? Yeah, a few. 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 <laughs> uh, Cheryl has this line where it's like, he was supposed to come back. Which makes me think Cheryl thought Jason was alive all summer long. Interesting. (laughs) Maybe there was a plan involved where he would go missing and come back, but... I... Yeah, so we can talk about this in our our theories. Right, we got one more act to go. Okay, let's keep on... (laughs) Just chug along now. Truck on, truck So, good, because we get, like, a really nice ending couple beats for this episode. Mm -hmm. Betty invites Veronica to get a milkshakes at Pops. Means yeah, they fully made up. They're gonna be friends again. It's gonna be great. And then uh, guess who shows up? Because well, the milkshakes. No, hold on. Oh, no, let me say it. What? The milkshakes bring all the boys to the yard. Okay, but like I have to. Veronica and Betty vow to not let a boy come between them again. And then on cue, Archie the, walks in because the milkshakes bring all the boys to the yard, and they're like, and they're like, John. It's better than yours. There we go. Cool. <laughs> we can continue continue our podcast. Go on. Uh, Jughead's there too, and they all sit together. It's adorable. Jughead climbs over the over the next booth to get in. Which were there people in that booth? There were. I didn't understand why he would do that. <laughs> well, he's Jughead Jones the third. So he's like rich. Yeah. Hold on. I'm gonna look up his his actual full full name. Okay. Fun. Okay. So his full name is Forsyth Pendleton Jones the third. And where does Jughead come from? Uh, Jug is almost always seen wearing his trademark beanie with both a round and square pin. It's called a whoopee cat. It was popular among boys in the 30s and 40s. And so is that what the crown is? It was made from a man's felt fedora hat with the brim trimmed in a zigzag and turned up. Yes, that's what the that's what the crown is. Oh, so it's not actually a crown. Right. Bottle caps could be pinned in place using the cap's removable cork lining. 1920s and 30s college freshmen were sometimes required to wear them for initiation purposes, and such caps were often worn by mechami- mechanics. Uh, okay. Obviously, after the 40s, they kind of stopped being a thing, okay. but the character at that point was so iconic that they were just kind of there. So it's not supposed to be a crown? No. That's really strange, because I always thought it was a crown. <laughs> My entire life, I assumed he was wearing a crown. Back when the character was created, Jughead was a common, playful nickname based on his having large ears that stood out, like the handles on a jug. That makes sense. Over the decades since then, this sort of nickname has fallen out of favor with the reading public, and the origins of his nickname have been forgotten. Although his ears continue to be drawn as slightly larger than those of Archie, Reggie, Dilton, Moose, etc. Okay, so he's big ears. He's got big ears in the comics. That's it. Jughead. 30s. <laughs> 30s. Also, uh, it was the 30s. Wow. That's so crazy. Um, Cole Sprouse's ears are a normal size. Yes. Yeah. I would say they're on the smaller side. Yeah. But they have this adorable meal, and then 
Jughead's narration kicks in. He's like, you might have thought there were four at this table, but I was there. There was only three. So he, like, excludes himself because he sees, I guess, the love triangle or something. There's a blonde girl, a raven-haired girl, and the luckiest red-headed boy in the universe. Okay, so I don't understand what that was supposed to be. Like, I didn't really understand what that meant. I think he's, like, excusing himself from their drama. Maybe. <laughs> he's like, I'm not going to be a part of this shit, but I'll be there for the murder stuff. Right, like, this This is too stressful. Right. I'm going to take a step back. I, I heard someone be like, is Jughead even real, or is he, like, in right. Reggie's head? But That's... Reggie, like, hits him and all that. Yeah, like, that He was... has to actually be physically present. I thought that for, like, a minute, and I was like, no, that's kind of... That would be a lie. I don't... I just don't think the line truly works. Right. Right, it doesn't really make sense. They don't ever really explain why... It, it just... It feels... Bleh. Sorry, I'm going to say that better. <laughs> Uh, let's see. It feels like it's very, it's leaning into, like, the noir elements of the show, but it doesn't really, it doesn't really make sense. Yeah. Use that explanation for me. (laughs) Sure thing. So Archie goes to, uh, confess to Weatherby and, uh, uh, the the sheriff, but when he gets to their office, they're already leaving, so they can go and arrest Cheryl. Hey, hey, who called it? And Caitlin. I was like, no, that's too obvious. Who, uh, you, who totally John. guessed it correctly? I want you to know that, like, the second that you came over here, I was like, oh, hey, you got it right. You're right. It was Cheryl. Yeah, but they weren't listening then. Okay, so um, let's not inflate your ego so much that we don't finish what happens oh, in yeah. the episode. So at the end, of, at the end, Cheryl stands up and she's like, she knows she's going to be arrested. Yeah. Because she knows that they discovered something in the autopsy. Yep. And so... The I think it's Betty who stands up and she's like, Cheryl, what's going on? And Cheryl's like, I'm guilty. And then lets the cops take her away. So obviously she didn't kill Jason because we didn't just figure it out in like the second episode. But I think that she and Jason did plan to go to for him to go missing. Sure. Yeah, they found something in the autopsy. Uh, and they're like, J- Jason didn't die on July 4th. And I called that, too. Yeah. Well, that makes sense, right? Because, <laughs> on a roll. Yeah. Well, he didn't die. Well, the thing and is... And that's he, where the episode yeah. ends. He didn't die on July 4th, but he died a week later. Yeah. Which is even weirder. Because it's not like he just yeah. died. Who's doing stuff on July 11th? Right. Like, right. What's that's not a good that? murder date. Yeah. I don't really know how they figured that out, though. That was like kind of a strange thing. Like, how did they figure out that he died... Like, really, is there, like, such a difference between somebody dying on July 4th? Like, I don't... Maybe they really can tell. Like, they really can tell, like, this is what happens week one, week two, week three. Mm-hmm. I don't know how autopsies were. So, this was episode... Or chapter two. Shoot, what was it called? The, um... Something about lying? No, that wasn't the title. Uh, a Touch of Evil. A Touch of Evil. And it was written by uh, Roberto Aguirre Sacasa, who is the creator of the show. Uh, and Good job, kids. He has also written. Uh, he's written three episodes of Supergirl. Oh, hey, you like that show, right? I do. Uh, he written. He's written six episodes of Glee. Oh, I liked Glee. He did the 2013 version of Carrie. And he also wrote that. for Big Love. Those are very different. He's a writer and a staff writer. That's kind of cool, though. Did not see all that stuff coming, and he's the creator of this show and the chief creative officer of all of Archie right now, so good for him. Yeah, which is strange to me. I don't really know how one gets that position. Like, you have some really good ideas involving Archie comics. I guess so. So, we should get into our um, 
different sections. Uh, what was it? Rumor Mill. What else do we have? Because we haven't seen a mill, but you know there's did a goddamn I, Did mill. I have one? What was mine? Um, things Teenagers Don't Say. Okay, yeah. We can do Things Teenagers Don't Say. Um, I got nothing else. Can we have Ship head. of the Week? Oh, yeah. We had Prom King and Queen. Prom King and Queen. That's right. That's right. So, cool. we want to start with Prom King and Queen? Yeah, okay. So, Prom King, I'm going to give to Jughead because he's just... Fair. He's Keeping even wearing the crown. Exactly. He deserves it. And is prom queen Veronica for the second week yeah, in a row? I think so. I agree. Let's, yeah. let's see how long this lasts. <laughs> Forever, maybe. Probably. I love you, Veronica. Also, I'm going to give like a runner-up prom queen, like a prom jester, <laughs> to Betty's other personality. Court jester? Like Betty's like evil twin that lives inside of Betty. <laughs> uh, that's a weird way to describe that, <laughs> I but know, okay. But I think it's, a, I think it's real. All right. Uh, things teenagers don't say. What did I? What did I take notes of today? Um, Romeo and Juliet are the exception and not the rule. That is one. Uh, there's a point where Cheryl just kind of pops into the um, the announcement about like the pep rallies, but like hashtag Riverdale strong. Yeah, most teenagers don't say that unless they were trying to make Riverdale strong. Make Riverdale great again. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Cheryl calls Veronica the closet monster. Because she kissed Archie in the closet. Right. And Reggie uh, Reggie refers to uh, Jughead as both Wednesday Adams and Suicide Squad. Right, because he's... Which uh, is a very divergent taste in film, by the way. I want Reggie's, like, like a Facebook profile. Like, when he lists all the movies that he, he likes. He probably like, does. These kids don't use Facebook. They all use Snapchat Twitter, and Snapchat Instagram. Snapchat profile. I and like something the we've Adam's never heard of. Family. They were really sad when Vine got got uh, shut yes, down. They were, and anybody under thirteen probably was. Yeah, as well. they're closer to thirteen than they are our age. How crazy! They're is that? sixteen, or I think Archie's sixteen. They're fifteen or sixteen. It's really weird. Archie should not be having sex with a teacher. <laughs> uh, that's that's kind of all I got. Wow. This will be a better section in the future. I'm sure. I hope. I'm sure it will be. Uh, okay, so now rumor mill time. Yeah, sure. Okay. Go for it, girl. So, knowing what I know from Cheryl's real-life actress interview, uh, apparently the Blossom... She's not a writer, though. I know she's not a writer, but she also was in the episodes. So, sounds like her family sucks, so maybe Just they like were planning... else in this town. Yeah. Maybe they were planning on running away together, and, and he was going to go, like, set up their new life, and then she was going to follow him, but... He was supposed to come back for her, mm-hmm. but he didn't come back for her, and mm-hmm. uh, someone killed him instead. I feel like that makes sense, right? That tracks. Sure. I like to do completely left-field theories, things that make no sense and Fine. probably won't happen, but if Fine. they did, my God. So here's my left-field theory. It was Pop. I, I, I mean, like, Pop, yeah. owner of the chocolate shop. Oh, and he's- yeah. No. I thought you meant Archie's dad. No. I don't think no. it's Pop. But- it's Pop from the diner. Who's going to take over Pops, then? Hermione. Oh, there we go. Cool. That makes sense. So so you don't know now Pop Pop did it? Sure. Why not? Yeah. So I think maybe... What if they Listen, were... Listen. Clearly... Uh, clearly... Okay. Based on what we know from the um, the bit of autopsy we saw, Jason was tied up, right? Yeah. I don't remember if there was anything else going on, but he was held captive somewhere. here. So here's what I'm thinking. Um... Someone messed with their with their boat ride, and maybe they did have a, have a plan or something like that. Right. But I think someone kidnapped Jason. 
Yeah. Uh, Cheryl thought he was going to escape and come back. Uh, and said when he was trying to escape, he got shot. I don't know if Cheryl... Kn- but do you think Cheryl knows he was kidnapped? I have no idea on that front. Yeah, because I don't think... But I think she... he was held somewhere against his will, and the shooting happened when he tried to get away. I think that Cheryl was lying about him drowning, though. Like, I think that was bullshit. Fair. I still don't know what the gunshot on the 4th of July is, though. I think that might have Unless been... they shot the... the um. Oh, no, the canoe? Is that possible? No, I was thinking a raft, but... Maybe. Like... Well, I mean, they could have... I think maybe the truth is that that gunshot really was just fireworks. That would be a real downer. Yeah, but... That means we're putting a lot of uh, weight on Archie's shoulders for nothing. Yeah, but I, it kind of makes sense. I mean, he only died via one bullet. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't like... They didn't find, like, another bullet wound or something. I don't know. Like, it seems weird... Like, why would somebody actually shoot a gun? Well, we'll find out next week when we get a bit more intel on what his autopsy revealed. And what does Cheryl know? I don't understand what the autopsy could have possibly linked to Cheryl. Like, what the guy, what, like, how would Cheryl have been blamed for any of this? Unless the thing that linked to the autopsy was that he died a week later. Like, you know what I mean? Like, unless they were like, oh, we're going to arrest Cheryl because he didn't die when she said he died? Did, um... Did Jughead give us any other intel, like, on what's about to come in his narration at the end? I thought he... Oh, I thought he did, but I can't think of what it was. No, no. I think it was just the... He died a week later. I don't have a lot to run on then. Yeah. So I'm just... It's a great mystery they're setting up, though. I'm very into it. Yeah? Yeah. You think a teenager killed him, though? Or a parent? Um, I don't think any of the teenagers we've met has killed... I don't think any of the teens that we've already met killed him. Mm-hmm. I think... it's more likely that it's a parent, but I think it's going to be a parent for a reason we don't expect. I actually think that Fred, Archie's dad, is pretty high in the suspect list. Because he seems trustworthy. Right. Like, because you you don't have any proof. Exactly. Because he seems like a good guy, he has the furthest to fall, and so you're putting him as a suspect. Exactly. Your your ways of watching these shows (laughs) is just... You're expecting them to manipulate your emotions, so you try to look out for that ahead of time and guard against it. Exactly. But, like, so far you have no evidence in any way that could tie him to it. We don't have any evidence for anyone. Yeah, except for Cheryl. Because we know as much as the teenagers do. Well, here's the thing that we haven't really talked about, but the parents have a past with each other. Yeah. That's something we haven't really discussed, but clearly, like, the Blossoms and uh, Betty, whatever her last name is. Cooper. Cooper, Betty Cooper, and her, um, and Archie, Veronica's, whatever. All those parents are tied together. Yeah. They have, like, an intimate relationship that we're not really diving into yet. Yeah. So, for all we know, maybe there is some, like, weird thing between the Blossoms and and the Andrews family. Maybe it's magic. Maybe it's. I just magic. read that Sabrina, the teenage witch, should could pop up in this show at some point. Oh, that'd be annoying. It'd be a good spinoff though to do like a dark version of Sabrina on TV. The comics have gone that way. That'd be kind of yeah, like full on occult. If you could, if you could actually do it, so it's not silly. I still wouldn't want it in this show, but <laughs> I would want it maybe on the CW in general. Yeah, though the CW didn't have a good track record with witches, really. 
supernatural. It's only it's, witches. What, 11th, 12th season? Well, just this Secret Circle is the only show uh, I'm talking Vampire about. Vampire Diaries has okay, witches so as well. Okay, so I guess there's a lot of witches. I was wrong. Magic's in, uh, in the DC shows, too. I don't understand. Su- I don't get the superhero shows. Now that I don't understand why they're popular, I just literally don't understand, like, what. Like, there's so much shit in them. Like, there's so much stuff. Like, there's magic, and there's time travel, and then there's, like... Like musicals, it just seems like a lot. Well, there's so you've got metahumans, okay. which are people with superpowers. Okay, here we go. Then you here got people with magic. Then you got people who are just extremely well trained hand to hand fighters. Okay. So those are like the three different tenets. People got their powers basically from just training. People got the powers through a science experiment gone wrong. People who have magical powers. So does Supergirl have magical powers? No, she's an alien. Okay. So she falls under metahuman. Okay. Uh, the Flash is also metahuman. Okay. Oliver is a, or the Green Arrow is a vigilante, so he's just so a well-trained human. human. Okay. Yeah. And who has magic? So far, none of the heroes that headline any of the shows are magic-based, except uh, there's a character named Vixen over Legends of Tomorrow. Oh. She has this magical totem that lets her give herself the powers of animals. So, like, gorilla strength, um, cheetah speed. Uh, flight. She okay. can give herself, or she can breathe underwater. She taps into like sharks or other kind of sea creatures. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Weird name for for that power. I would call her like the panther or something. But then that kind of locks her into the one animal. Yeah, whatever. Very well, there's a dude called sense. Animal Man who has similar powers, but like Animal Woman done done. <laughs> we can go home. It's great. So this anyway, can't be where we finish our conversation no. on Riverdale. Uh, no. So, uh, suspect list right now, Fred is at the top for me. Uh-huh. Is this our creeper status? Sort of, yeah, it's our creeper suspect status. Suspect list? Fred is at the top. There's nothing creepy about him. I think... Actually, no one was super creepy in this episode, except maybe Jughead, but, like, we were on his side. What if Jughead just, like, killed him? Like, we, like... I'm fine with that. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. I mean, next season two, season two is just a long, protracted trial of Jughead Jones. I would love it. The people versus <laughs> Jughead Jones. <laughs> It's so good. I would watch the shit out of it. So cool. Anyway. I am I'm having fun with this show. I love it. I'm so into this show. I think this is a great, great fun. This is exactly the kind of um, teen drama that it takes itself seriously, but not in like an embarrassing way. It arrived with a level of confidence I didn't think it quite, I didn't expect it to have. Uh, because of what it is. Yeah. A dark adaptation of Archie. Like, there's no way that should have worked as well as it currently is. And it comes down to a lot of just uh, almost alchemy, where they have the, the perfect kind, the perfect um, uh, cinematic look. Yeah. The, the lighting, all that stuff. They have a, a very talented cast that has pretty easy chemistry with each other and they're like all unknowns so like yeah for a cast of like newcomers they really are bringing Sprouse. it yeah sorry uh, Cole Sprouse but but he also honestly like Cole Sprouse hasn't done anything since he was a teenager yeah. not even like a He's young a, young teenager. he did those Danimals commercials <laughs> yeah he yoga commercials with his brother yeah I don't think that counts um yeah he hasn't really done anything since Disney Channel he went to college apparently he got like a job hosting at like some themed restaurant in New York City <laughs> To fuel a video game habit, unless that was Dylan, I don't remember. But it, they're great; they're really, really good. I'm really happy. And they didn't so far, the writing's strong. They were both written yeah. by the creator of the show, so we'll see once we get scripts from other people. Yeah, I'm excited. By the way, if there are any writers, uh, directors, producers who want to come on the show, we should 
we would be really excited about that. Uh, same with cast members. We will we will put out our, our APP now. <laughs> so, come on, guys. We have, uh, in the past on our shows, talked to, well, at least we have one friend who works behind the scenes on different shows, and we hope to bring you more of that hard-hitting communications with people behind the scenes on these shows. Yeah, that would be really fun. So, Until be- next week, then. Until uh, next week. Haven't really found out what the term is for Riverdale fans yet. Riverdaleans? Uh, I hate that so much. I hate much. that too. Okay, next. But until then, uh, have a wonderful week and uh, stay Where- clear of any murders. So you can find me over on Twitter at Riley Tweets. That's Riley Tweets. <laughs> um, yeah. So complex. So complex. Uh, I'm also on Twitter at John Padden, and you can also find me on my blog. Catcher in the Rye. Rye is spelled W-R-Y. What a good pun. Yes, so good. And um, I do try to update that weekly. Yeah, he's, he's doing a good job. Stay fresh, vixens. <laughs> yup. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye.